Hello and welcome back to Two's a Party and Three's a Podcast. Um, I'm Hirshita. And I'm Ishani. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope everybody's doing well this week. Um, yeah, because these are like really difficult times we are in. So we must do what we can to lift each other up, cheer each other up, help everyone spend their days in their home. Because while we are privileged to stay home, like many are not like shout out to all the doctors and defense personnel reporters etc and anyone working right now but um, not everyone might feel like their home is their safe space so i think we must all help each other during this time yeah and i really hope that this podcast can brighten up your day even by like an hour <laughs> Yeah, it won't be longer than that, we promise. I know our previous episodes were a bit long, but yeah. I mean, we, we're chatty, like really chatty, but then we're yeah. sorry. It's really hard to like rail us in sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, I know we, we've, we've been coping this uh, home quarantine thing. We've been coping by BuzzFeed business. Correction. We haven't been coping that way. You have been. I mean, I did send you all the results, so you kind of participated as well. <laughs> yeah, more like but a do, week. Do, do you <laughs> not want to know? Do you not want to know what kind of sandwich you are? I mean, uh, you okay, do. Fine. I, I have the perfect quiz for you, okay? Okay, tell it's me. Called I'll, I'll send you the link. It's called Make a Pasta Dish and we'll tell you your inner animal. Okay, so I make a pasta dish and I know what kind of an animal I am. Yes. Do you want to take it now, actually? We'll be right back. Right back. <laughs> okay, so I hope you guys like the little lo-fi elevator music we put there and now it's time for the results of what kind of animal Ishita is on the basis of the pasta she made <laughs> okay so according to my fettuccine in cheese sauce I am a dolphin See? and I mean, <laughs> it's accurate in a way because that's what I was gonna say because it sounds pretty accurate a dolphin is pretty much your spirit animal is it because I laugh like one? No, it's because you're friendly like one. <laughs> Dolphins are also very, um, they have like no self-preservation. They literally go up to anybody who kind of, you know, calls them. Lures also high, high intelligence beings. I love how you're pointing out all the negative points of <laughs> dolphins. And I'm just like, no, sweetheart, it's the best thing ever. It's not. It's, it's just dolphins are kind of, I, I do not want to offend anybody when I say this. And mm -hmm. I indirectly mean me when I say this. But aren't <laughs> they kind of dumb? No, actually, dolphins are probably the most intelligent aquatic life. Okay. Then yeah, that's it's actually, it's actually proven. It's like a proven fact. Like you can fact check me on this. No, I trust your word. I'll take it for <laughs> I mean, I trust you. But then, yeah, no sign of self-preservation. I'll have to tell you that. Because I have personally, sadly, encountered dolphins. It was mm -hmm. hell. 
but mm-hmm. that, that but that's because i am me i mean i'm scared of things so i think, I, i think i think you're just projecting on the dolphin and you just don't want to see all the good things about you and say I, that i was adventurous and i liked water both of those things yeah. are true so see it's that it's accurate you just don't want to like accept it yeah i mean yeah buzzfeed great you're a genius <laughs> but also the pasta dish you made yeah. now you have to make it for me oh i will it's been so yeah. long we've eaten together yeah you have no choice you have to make it for me <laughs> i will i promise the next time after this quarantine we'll mm-hmm. have lunch i am cooking everything from scratch <laughs> i'll even attempt to make my own pasta wait that's too ambitious but i'll try yeah It's true. It's true. She has done it before. Yeah, I mean, I did learn how to make gnocchi by myself. Let me just add that. <laughs> yeah, I'll make. But it. yeah, we haven't eaten together in very long. Yeah, that's true. It's been like weeks, and we're not used to that. Yeah, and the last time we ate together, actually, <laughs> the podcast was born. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Isn't that and... the day that I made that pizza? Yeah, it was the day we made that pizza. I filmed you cutting the pizza because you wanted me to. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was such a good pizza. Mm, that was my first time making everything at home, like from scratch, like bread and everything. Yeah. But yeah, and I really, I really like hard crust pizza for some reason. I really, really like it. And um, the pizza was hard crust. I I don't know if it was accidental or not, but it tasted so good. For it was sure, one hundred percent accidental because I was so nervous. I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be like a brick." And you were like, "No, I don't say it." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> say so." But yeah, for the first time, it was great. I, I it looked great, so I'll give it that. It, I mean, it looked great. It tasted great. Yeah, it was the best cook. <laughs> <laughs> But also, that was the day we ended up talking like for hours about like so many yeah, yeah, yeah. lovers, relationships, friendships, soulmates. We didn't. I I didn't have a curfew for once. Like I didn't have a hurry to go back home. So yeah. we just spoke for hours and hours and hours. Usually, when I go out, I have like a, a deadline by which I want to get home. Yeah. It's not like my parents asked me to. It's just I want to get home by like it's dark, and mm. that day I just didn't have anything like that, any inhibitions like that. So we just spoke <laughs> about everything and anything under the under the sky, and we were like talking about love and friendship and relationships and um, soulmates. Soul yes, yeah. yeah, it was so much fun. I mean, we got to learn. Like really new things though. Like our about each other, soulmates and love are so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are pretty different. Yeah. Yeah, in we that. We learn a lot about each other as well. Like when, when, even when we've been in similar situations, we have reacted to them so differently. Hmm. But then like, there are also situations where we've taken it the exact same way. Exactly the same way, yeah. and we still continue feeling the same way about those things. Yeah, I mean, our WhatsApp chat is. Filled with telepathy gifs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say the exact same thing, send the exact same text at the same time, and then at we'll the say, same oh time, and then and then we'll like scope out the best um, <laughs> telepathy gifs and yeah. power ranking gifs. <laughs> It's the funniest thing ever yeah. in our chat. I mean, our FBI agent is probably very happy. <laughs> 
our fbi agent i think really likes us because yeah we always get like uh, the perfect ads <laughs> yeah always <laughs> like literally we'll just randomly talk about something not even text each other about it just yeah. meet up talk and i go home and it's right there waiting for me on my instagram expert page <laughs> and like, then we just text each other like he heard us he definitely heard us <laughs> he's got our backs <laughs> and i actually really like his suggestions i mean yeah and he comes up with like really eclectic sites like you'll find yeah. the really trashy kind as well but you'll find like the really good ones also so i'm like yeah they're they're very rarely shady yeah very rarely i mean all the i mean you did get me a bracelet from one of those suggestive uh, yeah i just i'm sorry <laughs> suggested sites right we also have a habit of like gifting each other stuff on random days but like yeah. almost never on our birthdays we just gift each other things throughout the year and i think that's the best part about this friendship yeah listen a word of wisdom <laughs> if you want to make somebody feel special just don't do it on their birthday do it every day of the year it doesn't matter we, we never we never even had a conversation about like i'm going to gift you this or i'm going to get you yeah. this you find uh, random stuff on instagram sponsored pages or like um ads or whatever and we'll send each other those posts and we just know that oh she, i think she wants that and she knows oh i think she wants that and we'll it's, just get each other that it's in this little cabinet in my mind that is like filled with stuff ishani would enjoy so every time i need to buy her something i just go back to that cabinet open it and i'm like okay that <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I, and that's so useful isn't it we have like a uh, you know how instagram has the saved option and mm-hmm. then you can put the saved posts in like folders mhm i i there's this like small thing i like a small folder i have in my saved thing which which i call i call it the gift inspiration box and i put everything either you want or like i want or like someone else would like in that box and whenever i have to gift them stuff i just go back to it and it's always so helpful i mean like really like this time when i had to buy you stuff for christmas because i just wanted yeah. to because we were so low that month hmm. so i was like no i have to do something to make us feel you know pampered and loved and stuff so i just literally i didn't even have to think about it that much i already knew what i wanted to get i just <laughs> went ahead searched for it got the thing got the delivery thing sorted and i was like yeah i'm relaxed it just it really took me a day to do all that the difficult part of it was the wrapping Wrapping. wait let me talk about the wrapping because i i it whenever i do it makes me the happiest ever <laughs> so um, december was a really hard month for me for us too actually yeah. both of us were going through our own things and i don't i don't think she knew about everything that was going on in my life and i didn't know everything that was going on in her life so but we knew how we felt we know how both of us felt mm-hmm. so on, on like Uh, a couple of days before christmas i invited her over because i was i was really not having it and i knew i i should like call her over and like what that was the day we watched ted bundy by the way <laughs> stupidest decision of my life so uh, and she came over and she and i saw she had a little bag like a goodie bag thingy and so then we came into my room and we sat down and then she brought out these presents one by one and they were so carefully wrapped and with like red and green bows and little name tags and oh my god that was the sweetest thing ever that was the sweetest I was this is what for a theme 
because you genuinely love Christmas. I mean, I don't hate Christmas, but I I don't love it as much as you do. You love yeah. it. So I was like, I'll put in the effort because I really thought you'll probably want to put those gifts under the tree or something. So I was like, oh. put in the effort if she wants to put it that way. I'll I and anyway, I'm the best gift wrapper in my family, by the way. He is. Yeah. So I wrapped those presents. I got parchment paper firstly. It's very hard to mm-hmm. find here because anywhere you go ask for parchment paper, they'll give you the the brown paper that you wrap your notebooks with. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I found the parchment paper and then I just. did my thing <laughs> it was fun the wrapping took long but buying the gifts honestly it really looked magical and i like i love her for it it was really really nice it like brought up my spirits so so much i thank her so much for it <laughs> i got you really relaxing things also yeah full self care thing you hated the gifts the the instruments would have helped <laughs> <laughs> i mean that was my backup i was like even if she hates the gesture at least the things will help calm her down i would never hate the gesture because my best friends making the gesture second of all i love gifts and third of all all the gifts were so awesome <laughs> we were really bougie in that aspect in terms of what yeah we, we really are so i had seen this like ad for bracelets and uh, ishita doesn't really wear jewelry unless she like really really likes it she's very picky about jewelry yeah You'll never really... catch me wearing earrings unless and until I'm wearing something ethnic. Mm-hmm. I don't even wear studs with like Western wear. Mm-hmm. Just so yeah. So I was really careful while getting this for her, but I I really wanted to because uh, it was such a cute. It was a little gold band and uh, like gold chain band, and it had like her initial. and an amethyst stone which is her birthstone and a little tassel on it a baby pig tassel on it it was the cutest thing ever i just knew i had to get it for her and i got it for her and i i gave it to her like way before her birthday it wasn't even a birthday present it was just a random present that i yeah. just wanted to give her i actually own like four bracelets like right now that i actually wear and two of those are given by you <laughs> yeah the airplane one right because you yeah. said i really want this ishani <laughs> yeah that was the one thing i was like i really need to get this how do i get it and you didn't say anything you were like yeah we are fine we'll find it and then just you gave it to me in a week <laughs> so that was great so those are the like i only wear four bracelets and those mm-hmm. two of those are given by you and the other two Aww. are i bought them <laughs> I think I think this this would be our love language, wouldn't it? Like showing through actions. Yeah. Like people have different kinds of love languages, right? Mm-hmm. And not many people can express through words how how much they feel or what they feel. Like I know for once, <laughs> I am not that expressive. Neither are you. <laughs> Literally, not going to. I mean. you remember that post we once saw on instagram that i'll even ask the guy if he likes me on our wedding day yeah i am sure about it yeah <laughs> i am that girl because i it's really? really hard for me to express into words my feeling it's really hard to express and it's really hard to accept the fact that someone would be that genuine yeah and it's not only love like any sort of feeling i'm very it's very hard for me to express it even if it's anger if i'm really angry i'll start crying Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just—it's not that I'm sad. It's just the frustration that I can't express how pissed I am. Oh God. Yeah. So it's just it, any kind of emotion. 
and thankfully i've never seen uh, irshita mad at least at me and yeah. i hope it stays that way i mean i'm very calm when i'm mad though yeah like, you are very calm but i explode when i'm mad yeah i am like i am people apparently people uh, like uh, the first impressions of people of me is usually that i'm like cold and reserved and everything like of I'm that feeling. genre of yeah impressions and uh, when i'm mad it's just like i those impressions just become reality because i i really don't know how to handle anger well but it's it's healthier that you just you know spit it out but yeah, yeah, yeah. you spit it out oh my god i think i've seen it one time Hmm? and it was like watching a tv show and it's like i'm watching my favorite character fucking sass the hell out of this other person and i'm like literally it's like a back and forth and i'm like i can't believe ishani is saying this this like shit right now like i can't believe she's actually saying this because you you, you and i both are like absolutely not that confrontational yeah so for me to see you angry like that and to actually give it back and i was like oh my god i can't believe i'm seeing this right now i can't believe i'm here to witness this <laughs> because it's just i mean since and uh, i think this is like one of your plus points also that you don't speak unless you're speaking your mind like you won't just say mm. something and not mean it right be it angry or whether you're in love or whatever you won't just speak it like whatever is coming out of your mouth it's like i won't say it's like measured and calculated but it's the truth it's just how your mind is you won't sugarcoat it or you won't you know try to spare anybody's feelings or something you'll be like listen this is how it is i'm sorry it's hurting your feelings but this is really how it is you need to see the picture and i think that's like really healthy in a way and and there there have been times where she needed to be mad at someone like some, some like there have been situations where she needed to be mad and angry and she like that's the yeah. essential reaction that she should have given and she doesn't do that she just um bottles it up and she'll just spend that energy elsewhere but i get second hand angry for her because i feel so bad that there something is happening to her that should make her mad but i know that she's like unhealthily keeping it in and there have been times when i have been mad at other people because of because they made her mad <laughs> but it's like i get really quiet when i'm mad because i don't want to say something that's going to i don't know i'm not trying to be like oh i'm such a nice person but it's like i'm just scared that if i'm mad that i'll say something that i can't take back and that's mm. going to come back and bite me it's not that i'm thinking yeah. about those people when i'm mad i'm not that great of a person i promise but it's just i don't want to say something that will eventually come back you know to haunt me Mm-hmm. yeah so i just get really quiet and moreover i can't express at the moment i'm like that one of those kind of people i'll go back home rerun that argument in my mind and be like mm-hmm. i said this i could have said that and just never say it that's who i am and like i have like just, a whole room of my bottled up emotions anyone wants <laughs> to come take a walk come <laughs> i just i just really hate it when i have something to say and i can't say it uh, it's i feel like it's better to like say it and regret than not say it and regret mhm i agree mm-hmm. i wish i could be that cool 
<laughs> that's the thing i agree full on i mean i want to live my life like that but i wish right. i could i just can't i just can't seem to do that it just you know i think that goes for uh, when we're in relationships as well mhm like there are times when communication is just null and void yeah and um, even more th- if i am like dare i say even more than uh, love in a relationship i think communication in a relationship is more essential for a relationship to work out love isn't something you need to work on or yeah it, it's not it's not a math problem that you need to solve love is love love's going to stay anyway mm-hmm. but a relationship is work a relationship is a choice that you make and yeah. I think to be in a relationship you have to be actively communicating in a relationship. I mean I yeah. agree you can't slack off at any point. Yeah it's it's absolutely like a job. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just not uh tell them what your excuse is for not turning up to work one day and turning up the other day. You'll get fired obviously. Yeah. That's I think that's how a relationship works as well. You can't just expect someone to read your mind or like not give them excuses as to not giving them reasons for your behavior and instead giving excuses mm-hmm. that's a really um, good comparison i mean <laughs> honestly i couldn't have said it better because i mean it's just love you love the person even if they do terrible things if you love them it doesn't matter yeah. what you yeah. need to really work on is you know to keep it to keep and, it yeah yeah and to keep it unblemished and you know untarnished and all of that just to keep it i think yeah, i think that's really important as well keeping yeah. it as pure as possible yeah and i mean communication so, is a part of that and i think you also have to like the person to a certain extent and yeah like uh, you know how people say uh, there was this uh, thing i was watching where this mother was telling their child um, who had like strayed off the path or whatever like whatever but the mother was telling them that i am your mother so i love you but mm-hmm. i don't like you as a person <laughs> <laughs> i mean but that's true i mean i genuinely believe that you can love a person even if they're doing terrible things to you because you just love them i mean that yeah. it doesn't come with a condition that okay if you do this then i love you but yeah, exactly if you, you if you love someone when you have the audacity to say you love someone yeah that love is like love transcends everything yes but it's not going to transcend the problems in your relationship absolutely exactly so just don't just say i love you when you're seeing you're going through like a hard patch that's the yeah. dumbest thing ever yeah but i just, you can't you you don't solve problems by saying ah but i love you yeah that doesn't work. i mean it's it's not like a bandaid just don't don't put the love bandaid on it it just it sucks because it will cause problems down the line yeah it, it's it's that's exactly what it is it's exactly a bandaid and like the wound under the bandaid is going to leave scars yeah you can't put a bandaid on a gunshot wound come on <laughs> that, was, that was great i i like that <laughs> i am i didn't come up with that i probably heard it somewhere <laughs> sure I'm not that great of a um speaker. Original <laughs> somewhere. But yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, uh, it's just I feel if I ever have to um be with somebody, I sure as hell hope I like that person because when I'm angry, I might forget that I love them. 
or it might mm-hmm. be in the back of my mind but i need to like them enough to want to fight want to discuss want to talk yeah want to fix things figure yeah. things out yeah because i can love from afar unrequited love so oh, unrequited love for the win <laughs> yeah i don't need to be with you and endure your crap to love you i can love you from afar you can do whatever yeah. you want but then i need to like you to want to keep fighting and i think that's uh, people don't genuinely believe in that anymore some people hmm. not most like hmm. just hmm. that out there but i think if more people thought this way a lot of things would be clearer we, i mean we've been second guessing like this is the generation for second guessing everything we're told like if somebody comes up to us and tells us they love us our first reaction would be great do you want to yeah. what do you want from me so yeah, what do you want who sent you <laughs> yeah so this second guessing thing has to go away but the second guessing yeah. thing is our fault also like not me second guessing this doubt that's so ingrained in our uh, mind is such a characteristic of this generation isn't it yeah like oh he's saying he loves me definitely he wants something after he gets it he's not going to love me anymore so this yeah. this deal kind of a thing this um give something take something yeah this transactional relationship thing i think it's kind of screwed all of us i mean all our love lives most of our love lives are screwed up because of this yeah oh, i mean I most of my friends have faced this right hmm so it's just i mean, come on where, where i just right love just be genuine and sincere for once yeah. please <laughs> where what happened to that love letter kind of love like write a love letter and put a postcard yeah, oh my god love letters is Anyway, I'm not going to get into love letters, but <laughs> so there's this Korean novel or story or whatever called Blue Bird. Okay. Okay. I'm bringing in Korea again uh, as usual, but <laughs> so in, there, there's a story where like these siblings, a brother and a sister, um, go out in the search of this myth or urban legend called the Blue Bird, which brings happiness. Okay. Mm. They leave their house, they go up to the mountains, search high and low for the Blue Bird, and go up to the village where the bluebird is supposed to reside and um they don't find it there so they are disheartened and they come back home but the twist is that when they come back home they see that the bluebird was in their home all along right okay so it's like that that the old uh, feeling of like when you look for happiness and like why look for no i can't i am not being able to like put it into words you're going to look for happiness but it's been right under your nose all along Okay so you haven't noticed it i mean you were happy you didn't need more so yeah you, something like love and uh, it could be like right under your nose and you might you not notice it as like huh you just need to look closer like take a closer look you need to look closer and also i think this also accounts for self love yeah for sure just doing like, a mask is not self love let me just put that out there <laughs> self care sure yeah. but i don't think that's just that self love and i have like ex- come to know this through experience for sure that when you do love yourself bad experiences will stop happening with you because you respect yourself enough to not put yourself in those situations yeah i mean give yourself the opportunity to do whatever the hell you want don't think about what it's going to do to others just don't care they yeah. they don't care for sure so yeah, they don't care for sure yeah. just think of yourself first is this 
what you're doing to yourself would you do this to your best friend or would you do this to your parents right exactly and i think i think it's really important to understand and i know this is cheesy but i think it's really important to understand uh, how to love yourself and how well to love yourself in order to know how to love others i mean yeah i think i heard it somewhere that if you don't love yourself why would somebody else um it's actually <laughs> let me tell you it's actually a quote from rupaul from rupaul's drag race and uh, at the mm-hmm. end of every show at the end of every show he's just like uh, yeah, what was it if you don't if love you yourself why would somebody else if you can't love yourself why in the hell will anybody love you anybody else love you honestly i i mean i'm not even surprised that shows i'm not surprised <laughs> if if you can't love yourself you you'll project the image of yourself that you have in your head onto others yeah. and that's what attract as well mhm i mean the way you let people treat you kind of speaks volumes yeah exactly mm-hmm. most of the bad situations we've been in have been because we've let people walk all over us literally i mean <sighs> i just wish i wouldn't have i mean it you kind of feel bad later on because it's like oh my god i let myself down trying to let not let anybody else down i kind of let myself down because exactly. i kind of for myself i let them do this to me and you can't really blame those people for doing it to you because you allowed that so you allowed that for sure yeah i mean anybody can come up to you and say anything you just shouldn't take it if you don't agree with it you should take a stand and be like no no not going to put up with that go back home <laughs> right and i even even though blaming yourself might sound toxic to yourself but i think it's all, it also shifts like agency or from the person who hurt you to yourself so you take the accountability and responsibility for healing yourself other than letting someone else do it for you exactly i mean then you have no expectations from anybody else you are yeah, you know, your own person literally you're your own person yeah yeah and i mean it took me quite a while to get to the point where i did not hold anybody else accountable because it's let me tell you it's fucking hard because when somebody comes and does something to you it's very easy the easiest thing would be like oh my god they hurt me but yeah. you also have to kind of at some point and it won't come to you immediately like genuinely it didn't come to me for years but mm. the feeling that okay if they're doing this to me what is their reason like don't, no don't go out there to find out the reason but just expect and accept the fact that there has been a reason probably that's you know triggered them enough to do this to you even if you don't mm-hmm. agree with it and if it's that toxic i would suggest to step away from it you know because absolutely uh, step away from it without any guilt yeah, yeah you might, it's not your responsibility you never know because you might be um you might not know it but you might have a toxic role in their life as well which led them to behave this way exactly, right exactly exactly and i mean it's not your responsibility to fix people not that no, you should be no, your friends yeah exactly you step away and fix yourself yeah you fix yourself and then they'll obviously they will self reflect and stuff and they also realize that okay that was a bad call i shouldn't have done that and if it's meant to be and i genuinely you can call me a dumb dumb for it and i mean it, i genuinely believe in destiny in the sense oh, that too. absolutely I yeah and i believe in it in the sense that if you're meant to be friends or lovers or whatever it will happen even if you're like, yeah even if you're like 
terrible to each other right now and don't speak for years or months or whatever it'll happen if it's ha- if it has to happen it's yeah. as simple as that so don't go trying to give away your pieces you know to go and help somebody else yeah. that's just going to chip away at you and it's terrible and it took me and, and years you, to get you helping yourself try right, huh it took me years to get that inside my head because it doesn't come easily it's like natural mm-hmm. reaction to you know mm-hmm. hit the person who's hurt you and stuff like that or go and you know seek revenge or something like that but it's just it it, it just becomes a cycle you go seek revenge mm-hmm. then they come back then you go and it's just mm-hmm. terrible it's rather just be with your own self you know try to heal yourself and just keep people who actually are good for you around you Mm-hmm. and everybody well i mean it's just so much easier it gives you good skin <laughs> try it and, and and when 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 people do things that are morally wrong mm-hmm. right um and you know, like we are no authority on morals what's good or what's bad but something that looks conventionally morally wrong yeah uh, not societally but conventionally morally wrong when they do that it's not your responsibility to correct them or put them on the right life path yeah it's their call it's their call and it's like how you how you spoke about destiny mm-hmm. i feel like what i believe in is like kind of the same concept but i also believe in karma yeah and karma does not like i have clearly i've had mm-hmm. a lot of experience in research on the occult that i know so much about karma mm-hmm. but karma doesn't doesn't really just start and end in this lifetime according yeah. to what i believe in this is like no statement mm-hmm. and you don't you please don't quote me on that but this is what i believe in that karma does not just start and end in this lifetime karma is brought in from previous lifetimes karma will be forward, forwarded to your future lifetimes if you have any and in sometimes the sectors of your life that you find difficulty handling uh, in this lifetime might be um related to karmic debts that you carried on from your past lifetimes which is why you have to go through these um hurdles or obstacles in order to um how do you call it sort I mean, those knots yeah. out and like lay them all plain so that you can go on ahead with this lifetime and others yeah and i mean you're never given more than you can handle you you are actually never given more than you can handle i strongly believe that you're not given anything more than you can handle because But there's also things we've gone through and we've thought like we'll never overcome this no way yeah, yeah. but then we have and we're fine and yeah, and i i genuinely think that pain and sorrow is something you should not fear i mean it's a necessary thing it's a necessity yeah, it's, it's going to go away it's inevitably going to go away and if you fear it you're only going to uh, hold on to it much longer or just postpone it for a very for short a different amount of time eventually it's going to come get you it's going to come get you and if you yeah. just let it if you just literally just soak in it for a while let it do let it let it run its course and then you're going to get up you'll be fine yeah it'll pass quickly if you just calm down and you know just go through it calmly <laughs> rather yeah. than panicking mhm rather than panicking i mean if you're just calmly going through it it passes quickly i genuinely feel that because i mean as long as you're calm you have like a clear vision of what you need to do what you don't need to do and you know how to get through it i mean nobody can tell you how to get through grief except you yourself so i feel yeah, exactly like, no one can tell you how to heal other than you your soul yeah. your body 
absolutely i mean you'll know what's best for you except mm-hmm. maybe your mom but <laughs> you'll know what's best for you so i mean trust your gut which i don't do often which is why i'm yeah. losing in my harry potter video game because i'm not trusting my gut i've lost three duels today i'm very upset <laughs> but trust your gut i mean it won't steer you in the wrong direction direction yeah intuition is hardly ever wrong yeah it might take you through a completely different path you might yeah you you'll probably just take a detour yeah for sure i've been taking so many detours my brain just doesn't stop but <laughs> you're still on a detour right now yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm going to laugh about this time in my life in like a year or maybe two or maybe i won't yeah. i'll still be here who knows hmm. but i just don't want to hold that and be like oh my god i'm this this sucks this absolutely sucks because mm-hmm. i mean it's happening for a reason come on yeah, there has yeah, to be yeah. you can't suffer like that and there can't not be a reason right i mean even with this corona virus thing it is terrible that it's happening to us but i'm sure there's like a bigger plan out there it has to be i mean if we're suffering this big time there has to be some mm-hmm. sort of you know redemption in a sense ah yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i mean we should be strong and just support each other and support ourselves and love ourselves enough to you know go through it and just yeah. spread love but not spread to strangers <laughs> not to strangers because they're weird oh my god yeah maybe don't spread anything right now <laughs> yeah i mean spread love like wifi you know just energy spread energy don't spread anything else don't touch anything else good vibes good vibes yeah don't touch anybody don't like just be in your own lane <laughs> but yeah i mean which honestly we should have been doing like even before this and i guess people will just be more mindful after this is over to stay in their own lane yeah i mean now that it's brought like it's it's a necessity right now now you think about things that oh my god i touch random things so and then touch your face the day yeah and it, then touch your face with it yeah like literally door knobs money like the gate handle stuff like that and then i'm yep. like completely putting my hair behind my ear while i'm walking on the streets and i'm like oh my god you can't believe it. i mean if you really want to be like absolutely clean gloves and all of that you have to go the extra mile i really believe that. i mean right now it's a necessity so it doesn't seem all that crazy but i mean if i do it on a normal day when there's no pandemic to worry about and stuff people will look at me yeah. like i'm paranoid or people will yeah, people people would probably label you as a germophobe or yeah, someone yeah, yeah. with those they'll given like when that's like the right thing to do absolutely i mean if you are really worried about germs you actually have to go all the way there's no half ass way you can do it <laughs> oh gloves mask i mean i i have learned it because ishani wears a mask right you wear a mask but you used to wear it for pollution right yeah i used to wear it like almost every day whenever i went out yeah and i would laugh at you because i would be like firstly it's so hot <laughs> that you're wearing a mask are you what is wrong with you you're not in tokyo i would tell her this every day and she just laugh at me and she'll be like you have no idea <laughs> and right now i actually i get it i mean i really get it that it's hmm. so essential to put a put a mask on and you know yeah. there are so many kinds of germs who knows who coughs right next to me and stuff who sneezes exactly and people were never this mindful about it mhm and now it's just all out in the open like 
yep this is what you've been doing and this is where we're at i mean i'm scared of the gym now <laughs> there's so many people sweating and i'm like oh yeah. my god i it's just, just i can't i can't touch that dumbbell no <laughs> i i can't and it's just it's scary it's really scary and i mean this entire week has been a week of um i don't want to say renovations or something like that i <laughs> you remember you remember when kali this kali kardashian um interview came out at the beginning of 2019 or something and she was just like this is the real <laughs> this is the year of realizing stuff <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> kali <laughs> the year of revelations but then mm-hmm. i mean i just feel that 2020 needs to go i mean if... i feel like 2020 is a year of change 2020 needs to be over <laughs> yeah, it does need to be over please I mean, march felt like a march felt like a whole as year it's just march can you believe it march is about to yeah. end and it's just yeah. we've it's i mean we're not even 6 months in and this is what's happening mm-hmm. imagine by the time it's september or october mm-hmm. what's going to happen and it's, it's scary to think about that i mean i, I never thought thinking about a month would be this scary <laughs> this, this reminds me there's this there's this anime uh, called march comes in like a lion yeah and even though it's like about nothing related to the virus but like the title really reminds me of how this march went i mean that's yeah <laughs> just, it's in my head i mean i am anyway i mean our listeners know by now i'm kind mm-hmm. of a scaredy cat mm-hmm. in terms of like things like aliens and stuff and ghosts and spirits and stuff but i mean if i see somebody probably pulling a gun on me i will fight back you know i will kick them <laughs> but other things like aliens things i don't know much about you know like things that are speculation those things scare me and i mean this week i've just realized how much of a scaredy cat i am because <laughs> i mean every morning i wake up and the news is just downright scary it's you yeah. i mean everybody is giving you support yeah everybody is like we're in this together we're in this together but really are we i mean <laughs> i no, i don't want to that. like you know rain on your parade but i don't think we are in this together because nothing's working so many people are dying so many people are suffering it's just it's really hard to be positive in this kind of a time and i i mean that's another battle in itself to be optimistic mm. but it's just i think in a way that this suffering i mean it's a lesson for the entire world i genuinely think of it that way and i if i don't think of it that way it's going to probably ruin my mind and <laughs> i'll probably wreck my life so i mean i have also how the uh, in like medieval literature and literature of the middle ages the it 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 was predominantly about nature versus man yeah. and as as the periods progressed it changed from man versus man man versus god man versus author but then i think at this point we've gone back to man versus nature because it only took a single virus to make it very clear to all of humanity that they are not above nature absolutely i mean 
all this time while man was fighting man man was trying to fight god man was trying to fight author i think nature was just sitting back and being probably thinking like okay fine do whatever you kids want to do when i come down to the court <laughs> you're all going to be benched and that's just what happened we're all benched literally nobody can get up to fight because nature's yeah. kind of wrecking it on the field right now and it's just so scary. but i just i i feel like um and like you said i feel like i hope it's redemptive i mean yeah it 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 will kind of ruin my mind i genuinely mean that it will kind of ruin my mind if i don't think that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel there has mm-hmm. to because i mean firstly we're all quarantined at home so mm-hmm. it, right now is the time to be optimistic because if you're not optimistic right now you'll mm-hmm. come completely fall down the rabbit hole and it will be dark and nobody will come to yeah, see and, and for, for people that are already suffering from mental health issues yeah. this kind of darkness might be like really really triggering for them yeah so this is the time when you reach out and even to people who you've not spoken to you just know that they need your help you just go reach out i mean keep your ego aside But actually yeah uh, like this is almost to the world is ending would you come over situation yeah <laughs> i mean and and i think how my mind is kind of dealing with it is i keep getting these dreams about people that are not in my life anymore and it's um, and it's it's kind of like a parallel alternate reality where things aren't as bad yeah and because the world is kind of ending in real life my brain is trying to reconcile um situations that um didn't go as planned or whatever you would say so mm-hmm. i think it's a really interesting way how the human mind tries to console someone like that like we got our own backs <laughs> yeah i hope so because my mind's been trying to um tell me to get my affairs in order as if i'm going to vanish like poof yeah. so every night when i go to bed my mind's literally screaming at me that you know sort out your mess sort out your mess sort out but it's like easier said than done that kind of a thing mm-hmm. but yeah i mean this quarantine has been a time for self reflection i've learned things about myself that i did not know before <laughs> i mean i had an inkling and i told ishani but she didn't believe me but i can't really paint and now she knows <laughs> i mean i've been learning things about myself and it's not bad but it's not great either yet but it's like comparatively like compared to what people are going through it's it's a walk in the park so and i really think people making memes about it is helping a lot of people around the world <laughs> yeah definitely for sure meme away <laughs> but i mean yeah things are hard right now but they won't always be hard that's my little word of wisdom from me <laughs> but, yeah so that's nothing it. nothing that's hard stays hard absolutely <laughs> okay <laughs> also true i mean it doesn't i wish it did it doesn't but, <laughs> yeah very happily put uh, i'm i'm going to take that <laughs> yeah that's all i'm taking from this conversation <laughs> yeah, i think i think that's a nice place to end it yeah let's part with that great thought um but yeah thank you for listening and um we're hoping everybody stays safe and 
spreads love and kindness and keeps in touch with everyone so yeah, yeah. Go, go talk to whoever you weren't talking to yeah who can go spread some love go. spread some good energy go reach out to people you wanted to reach out but your ego kind of stopped you so i mean yeah. trash the ego you know doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter i mean put it in the dustbin for the time being get it back later on when like the quarantine yeah. is over you can get it back you know be all sassy again <laughs> yeah when the quarantine is over and you actually have to text back the people that you were texting during the quarantine yeah that's that's going to be really awkward <laughs> I'll probably be like yeah my phone's dead bye <laughs> <laughs> and then they want to meet you like ah oh, we spoke during the quarantine can we meet now and i'm like um oh. no. <laughs> i'm out of the country yeah <laughs> i'm going out of the country <laughs> that's what's happening but yeah just reach out to people spread love reach out to us if you want to yeah i mean we're waiting i mean we'll always on instagram so dm us if you want to talk about something dm us if you want to like you know dish on ishani a little bit because let's face it she's kind of crazy. so just dm us and i'll get back to you on the what? ishani excuse me what <laughs> you just want to dish on us you just do it we're going to get back to you we love doing that to each other it's one of our favorite parts <laughs> so <laughs> just let's all be safe and happy and optimistic there is an end to this and it'll be great we're all going to come out of this standing so just let's focus standing on standing or something uh, okay <laughs> enough <laughs> let's just part with that parting thought um yeah. and yeah that's that for today um we hope to see you next week again yeah thank you for listening 